I work in uh, I work in film production, right? Like I do I do like editing and like motion graphics and stuff like that. And like those films take a long time to render. Okay, so my idea is this: uh, it's an it's a TV series, kind of like you know, kind of like The Office or something. But it's about an animation studio that never gets to finish rendering their movie because there's constantly news that comes in that like something that. Uh, president trump did or or something that like completely fundamentally alters the original idea and so they have to like go back and like edit it yeah, almost like if south park were like not efficient in putting episodes out <laughs> right right it would be a show about the inner office of constantly failing to meet a deadline <laughs> it's kind of inspired by like you know that there's that movie red dawn that remake mm-hmm. of red dawn well they they shot it all where like the i think the chinese were like the 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 bad guys and then they had to like in post like redo all of the signage so it wasn't Chinese. Or like if somebody dies halfway through production, yeah, and they have to digitally render them with their mouth, somebody else's <laughs> mouth moving, like those old Conan bits. Yeah, they yeah. Used to do. I think by constantly having to go back and edit things, uh, the viewer like learns more about the original movie that never actually comes out. But so the movie itself is a big part of the plot, right? The movie is. You don't know what it is, but you keep on learning new things about it with what has to change within it. I'm thinking Pulp Fiction where they have like this box that Samuel L. Jackson kills somebody and he takes the box. And you never learn in the movie what's in the box. But the contents of the box doesn't really matter. Right. But in this case, the contents of the box do matter. So you're you're aware of what's going on in the box. Uh, I think you find out more and more about what's in the box, and that's like kind of the the thing that keeps you coming back episode to episode. You could even add an extra dynamic where it's like they know this is happening, so they keep trying to guess what's going to happen in the future to get ahead of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like, like that. Well, this might happen. Let's put it in there and see if yeah. we're right. Just roll the dice. And yeah, if, there you if go. If we're wrong, then we're out a couple million. <laughs> How about this? Uh all the animators and all the people, they don't know what the movie's about. They just know their little part. And right. then they find out it's like a white supremacist movie or something. <laughs> well, that's – yeah. I mean that's kind of what it's like. I mean like with post-production, people are focused on like you know a you know, five-minute scene for months, right? So it's just like, oh, what's the movie you're working on about? Oh, it's a guy who picks a cup off, off a table. And-, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's cost us $4 million in three months. Yeah, man. It'd be a funny way to do character development, too, because you could have some people who are constantly freaked out about it and all frenzied and other people who are like, eh, I don't give a shit. Right, right. Like the people just there to do the animating, they just want to work. Uh, the people who are writing the characters have to, like, figure out how to then work around this roadblock. And, every, and like, the people who are, like, the directors or, like, the higher above, they just want it to be finished. Other people want to, like, make their investment back on this film. Would a character sabotage the film because he wants it to keep going or like manipulate world events? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like he learned, he he wakes up early and he learns about some catastrophic event and then he like goes and like makes a bunch of fake news articles to like not have that edit be necessary. <laughs> I think that's that would be like season four. Well, you could manipulate the news or you could actually cause news by like assassinating the Archduke of uh, some european country or something (laughs) yeah that's good that's good i didn't want to go with president (laughs) so how many women do you work with um a lot none yeah are they all like fat guys glued to the chairs (laughs) no not i mean do they make you go to work yeah i have to i go to an office building yeah 
So name like a a plot line. It, it starts off. Guy comes in. And he's like, "All right, everything's all good. This movie's going to be done in no time." And then like somebody busts in and goes like, "Dad, did you hear the news?" And they go, "What news?" Like, "There's a." Uh, there's no more Cuba. They're technically the U.S. now. And then they have to go, well, that, well the character in the movie uh, was going to go to Cuba. He was trying to maybe get his passport. Let's say he's getting his passport. And then it's like, all right, well, we now need to remove the scene where he's getting his passport. And now the viewer at this point is like, why would he be going to Cuba? The story of the movie continues to build, right? The, yeah, then there's the conflict between the person who needs this change to be done, the resentment of somebody who has to do it. I like That's that, though, because at the end of the day, the viewer knows what's already happened. So they're watching everyone try and untangle it and get from point A to point B, even though they know Cuba has been annexed to <laughs> Hawaii. It's yeah. like, well, shit, this guy's still got to get there. How's he going to do it? Would you make yourself the star of the show, or would you be like Kevin Smith? You'd be like a tiny side character. Uh, I would de- I would definitely pick the like the side character. You like just a, make yourself do humiliating shit. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Is it a comedy, uh, predominantly? Yeah, I would say comedy. Yeah. Like um, a mockumentary? Yeah, yeah. They can, yeah, it just draws from like the world that I kind of live in day to day. Yeah, I like, like the, my, the main concept is the fact that there's this movie, and you don't really get the overview of the movie, but points of the movie get revealed as it as it continues, right? With no resolution. Right. Is right. it an intentionally <laughs> stupid movie? Yeah, I think so. I think it would be a... Just to add to the hopelessness and pointlessness of <laughs> yeah. your existence. It's a movie that never it comes could, out. It could be cool, too. If you're doing it like an episodic thing, each week if you wanted to keep up with like what's going on in the news, that's how you would write about it, is just like how they're having to change it in the story. So you're keeping current with your writing, even though you're writing about writers that are trying to keep up with the writing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I really like the fact that, yeah, like news or every, everything is moving like exponentially quicker. Like every day it gets like, right. like the news cycle seems to happen like faster and faster. And so this is like like directly affecting the work of some people. I like that. So this week's episode could be something like, yeah, those new animators that we hired from Syria yeah. are on their way over and they're going to be here on Saturday. Yeah. It keeps you topical and shit and you're yeah. really cool. A lot of shows like will have a movie after the show ends, like Veronica Mars or Simpsons. It's still going. They had a movie. Some mm-hmm. of them have it after it ends. Yeah, which would make sense for your show. So you have your show. The the they never finish the movie, and then when the show ends, you could actually release the movie. Yes. Or, and I really like that idea because the final movie would just be this like hacked together like yeah. piece of nonsense that if you go to the movie without knowing all the all the you know the story from the from the television program it'll just look like a an, an absolute mess. <laughs> that would be a, yeah, it'd be a weird meta thing. A movie consisting entirely of inside jokes. Right, right. That that would be a really weird experiment. That would be fantastic. I would yeah. But it, it, it yeah, cuz it kind of draws upon like like first of like think about if the movie took five years to make like think about five years ago and everything that is different now and like to 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 play on that and to like patch that up with everything that's happened since then yeah just jumbled nonsense well you could do it on a huge level with like you know politics and world news but even on a small level too like all those little details like scenes where certain departments you could tell one over other ones (laughs) like 
why does everyone in this movie have 31 teeth? You know, <laughs> because yeah. the animators won that battle over the producer. <laughs> yeah, or even like technology, like they had to go in and like composite a better phone in because like phones got better in that time. Yeah, or there you go. But they do it poorly. Yeah. So all the iPhones are like fuzzy and purple. <laughs> Yeah, or they forget one. Like the whole movie, he's got an iPhone, and then one scene, he has a flip phone. Yeah, and then the sequel yeah. to that movie could be correcting all the mistakes that you made in the first one yeah. and updating it, but just slightly different. With still, <laughs> like every iteration, there's a franchise opportunity here. Oh yeah, Brett. Every oh, iteration big, gets gets a little <laughs> bit more accurate. And you you could have the the movie reference things from the show. But you could also have Easter eggs of things where you see the movie and then something that didn't make sense in the show makes sense in the show. So you have to go back and watch the show. So it could be like, you know, Arrested Development is like a jumbled thing where the pieces all uh, right. fit together and you could do like that. Yeah, like every weird thing that looks <laughs> not like a finished complete movie would actually in real life. There's a there's an episode to explain why it happened that way. And now we're on version seven of that movie and we're all producers. So let's yeah. talk about percentage cuts here. <laughs> See, Dude. I knew I shouldn't have brought this up on the podcast. <laughs> That's why I signed before that. I didn't really read the fine print very well. <laughs> How about, oh, yeah, your, all your ideas go to Tom. That's the, that's the catch of the podcast. How about this? So it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000. You go out before you, you pitch the show, before you make the show, you find some just jumbled mess animated film that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. And you write the entire show around it. <laughs> so instead of having one episode where it plays real, the movie real time and you're voicing it, it's a whole show. Like every little weird thing you find in this real animated movie. Wow. You know what? That would actually – that's actually a really good idea because <laughs> it's like – it's I, the way I thought – like take like Jaws or something, like the movie Jaws. I've never seen Jaws, but if you take that – Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. I – yeah, what's up? Dude, that should be a priority. What's your thing with home? teeth? Pass over that. Corey yeah. has a thing with teeth. <laughs> well, he brought up teeth They had twice. the number of teeth in the shark's mouth accurate, first of all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've never seen Jaws. We'll pick no. up there. Well, anyway, so take any classic movie. Now, like a TV show wouldn't be able to reference that because of uh, you know copyright law and whatnot. But if every episode of the TV show – it's kind of similar. I'm kind of – I'm making a version two of my idea. So – Every episode, they it's just a writer's room, and they discuss why the script ended up like it was. But they never reference the movie title. They only kind of reference the you know the characters and their motivations or whatever. And like, so every yeah every episode is just a different scene where they're trying to like nail it down. I don't know what is that? Is it a I like idea? that. There's there's a common thread that ties through everything, and then it culminates in the final movie. And then if DVDs were still popular, the the director's commentary could be all the different departments just arguing about why their part looks so shitty yeah be like man we should have put more budget into that iphone rendering <laughs> it sounds like you're creating a whole universe around the movie now so you've got like the show you've got the movie made with the show you've got background fights in commentary <laughs> about meetings that happened making the movie it's evergreen i yeah. think you might be able to retire on this mm-hmm I'll pitch it by saying it's okay. So, you know, 30 Rock, it's pretty much that. <laughs> Times 100 yeah. with seven versions of the movie right, and right. a three hour director's cut. Well, I was really inspired by um, 
Yeah, like by Kanye West's The Life of Pablo. If you're familiar with that album rollout, he had like five different versions and he kept on updating it. I'm a Fix Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the, the title of the movie is called I'm a Fix Wolves. <laughs> and it's a play on Dances with Wolves. You fix everything that was wrong in Dances with Wolves. Yeah. First of all, better dancing. Let's <laughs> And better wolves. Yeah. Technology, wolf technology has come a long way. That's about it for my idea. If you guys have any other questions. I'll... I like that. Where do we sign up as co-producers without um, having to put any money or effort into it? Talk to my agent. <laughs> I wouldn't be a producer, but I might be a pretend producer in the thing. <laughs> Isn't that what executive producers are? I'm comedian Brett Mercer. I'm comedian Corey Rice. I'm comedian Brian Harrison. I'm your host, Tom Holma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.